A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can make a change. We need a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com. Yo. Hello. Hello. We're back. We're back. A little break because yes, I went we away on my holidays and didn't get organised to tell George that I was... Yes, so we forgot. We missed, we, basically, we missed the, missed missed the week. usual recording slot. Sorry. That's fine, then. I, I, hope, I hope we're forgiven. Yeah, I'm we're sure back. We are. I, d- I don't know what number it is. Nearly 40. Something like, like that. I mean, nearly like episode 40. Crikey. Yeah. So then. How's your week? Hang on a second. Welcome to Start of a Ted. He's George. He's Angus. How was your week? It was very good. How was your week? <coughs> yeah, lovely. I, thank you. I have a feeling you had a better week than I did. I probably had a more relaxed week than you did. Yeah, yeah. you most certainly did. Yeah, I had a lovely week. Good. A lovely week in St. Ives. Beautiful place. <coughs> yeah, beautiful place. It is. Very nice. Yeah. A short holiday. Yeah. Nice little. Cornwall's a lovely place to go on holiday. There's just something about it. I don't know what it is. It's just something about Cornwall that's just mega. Hmm. Yeah, it's just chilled. and little four-day break. White sandy beaches. We stayed out of the rain. Obviously, it was a bit of Storm Ewan action. <laughs> storm Ewan. Yeah, the next big storm that came through. Well, like When we arrived, we went down to the seafront. You know, as you do. Go survey the situation. And I have never... There were about six surfers out. And the waves were three times like body height, <laughs> like 15 foot, 20 oh, foot faces. They love it, don't they? Yeah, and it was like, I've never heard the sea making a noise like that. It was yeah, big, scary. You could tell yeah. that was like the way they would, they, those guys would have been talking about those waves in the pub for the next three weeks, like <laughs> about that day. Yeah, it was pretty special. Cool though. But yeah, so have you just had a normal week? Yeah, it was just normal week. Yeah. If something happened, I've forgotten. I've been to Ikea today as well. Ikea is an exciting place to go. Yeah. So it's been quite... I'm sat on a new cushion on my Poang chair. Oh, yeah, your Poang. So I've, I've yeah, bought the standard Ikea chair, the Poang. The Poang. And the Poang is now the back Poang. to life. Yeah. <laughs> Got a nice grey one. It's lovely. It looks, it looks really good. It's much more supportive in the lower lumbar spine. Very nice. Yeah. Got to have that lumbar support. Yeah. I think it's going to improve my performance podcasting. Good. Yes. <laughs> I know what I had to tell you it was funny. Uh, when I got in my car this week, that song came on. Really? Yeah, the it intro came on music. the in- uh, basically our podcast intro music. And I'll go a bit weird after it gets to the bit where we normally start talking. <laughs> I don't really know what to do with myself. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I suddenly have to introduce something. Oh, brilliant. I'd love for I'd love for you to have said that you just introduced yourself just in the car <laughs> I- to yourself. Maybe I did. <laughs> Maybe I did that. Oh, excellent. <sighs> right, um, this is the next bit, isn't it? This, this week, week on Start of a Ten, Adam Southwold Crystal Rye IPA. There's a story behind this one. I got it in Tesco on Saturday night, but when I beeped it on the self-checkout, a ring of four... Went through at one pound thirty nine. Sorry. So not only is this a very tasty 
IPA. It is stunningly cheap. <laughs> Slash, they charge me wrong. <laughs> I think they need to sort themselves out. Yeah, I imagine they charge you wrong. 138 for four, surely not. <laughs> 139. 139 for 139 four. for a ring of four. It's a really good IPA. It's a solid beer, but it's in all giving seriousness, a run for his money. yeah, it's a it's a bloody lovely beer. And normally those IPAs go at one pound seventy, one pound ninety nine. Mm. So this cut undercuts, but it does look like a it's can solid. of Tango. Yeah, it does. It's actually. an orange it's like can. An orange can. It's really good. It's Ad- Adams. I've never heard of it. Adams Southwold, mm. Crystal Rye IPA. Um, yeah, it's Suffolk brewed in Suffolk. It is made with bags of U.S. hops and crystal rye malt. A fine ale with big, bold citrus, pine, and subtle toffee flavours. I'm not getting any of those, but it's a tasty beer. It's yeah, quite dark. it just tastes nice. It's dark for an IPA, yeah. Yeah, it's really dark, but then it looks really serious, but it's not. It says it's great with fajitas, fully loaded... Fajitas. Yeah, fajitas. Fully loaded burgers and chicken madras curries, or... Salt and vinegar crisps from um, from Aldi. Yeah, all that as well, because these that's the crisp this week. Yeah, I, I was in Aldi this week, so I thought, do you know what? For a change, I'll get the sea salt cider vinegar crisps from there. And you know what? They were nice. They're brilliant. I think they're my second favourite. Behind co-op. Yeah. Wow. Good. So that is this week's recommended snack of choice. Yes, it is. As always, we recommend that you, we, we offer that you should pause the podcast at this point, go and find... Go and buy them. ...the corresponding yeah. beer mm-hmm. and crisp. Otherwise, are you really a fan? Yeah, you're not. I mean, and also really? it's been quite nice. We've had a beer suggestion come through on Twitter. Yeah, which we're going to do next week. <laughs> we are. Week after, we're whenever gonna, I can get myself we, somewhere where I can buy it. We're going to try and get a hold of this stuff. <laughs> and also, um, somebody, we've had, I've had some news suggestions as well. Oh, yeah? That news, that news article about that man... Being killed by his porn collection for Oh, yeah. Him. Yeah, I saw that one. Well, I thought about that. That should be our starter. I thought about it. Thank you very much for the suggestion. It's a good suggestion. It is a good suggestion, but we... Solid contender. Yeah, it was a solid contender, but we've we've gone with something else. Because I saw that come up on Facebook loads this week, so... It was quite a popular one. Yeah, and then that's been discussed, so we thought we'd dig out something else. Dig something that maybe no one's heard, no one's heard yet. So I've got two options for you. Okay, B. I didn't have no, 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 don't, don't tell me, just go B. Okay, that means, that means we're having that one. Um, yeah, this is news that on from the BBC that uh, plans for a nuclear submarine have uh, turned up in a Welsh charity shop. Oh, god, <laughs> yeah, what? hopefully uh, not, hopefully not uh, like our uh, future class uh, of nuclear submarines, <laughs> hopefully North like Wales, 1950s plans. A North Wales town has a Cold War thriller on its hand after nuclear submarine plans were found in a charity shop suitcase. Staff wow. at Bernardo's in Port Maddock were amazed to discover these details showing the two hundred million the showing details of the former two hundred million pound HMS Trafalgar. Christ. Someone said that if the phone rang and it was someone with a Russian accent, I should put it down. <laughs> Joke the manager. The I plans like that will guy. be the plans will be auctioned off. Charity store staff say the suitcase was donated anonymously and filled with books, but hidden in the lining of the luggage with the impressive six foot drawings of the former Royal Navy vessel. Wow. While unusual finds are not uncommon for the charity shop, Miss um, Parker said that she quickly recognised this was something out of the ordinary. When I found it, I thought, wow, this is amazing. I can only imagine perhaps the family of someone who had passed away or donated the suitcase. This is often what happens. Perhaps they did not know the plan was there. We're all very excited to hear about it, and so we've certainly never seen anything like this before. 
Yeah. The plans are pretty big. I mean, it's full have size. They got a photo of it, have they? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Not in enough detail for you to try and build your own. If that's what you, if that's oh, what that's you're a shame. That's what I was going to do. I've got two hundred million lying around. Oh yeah. The sub uh, gained notoriety after it ran aground on the Isle of Skye during a training exercise. Oh, I didn't know that. And it caused five million pound worth of damage. Oof. The Plymouth-based vessel was decommissioned in two thousand and nine. Ah, there you go. So it doesn't matter then that the uh, plans have been discovered. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're trying to. They're going to auction it off and raise money for the Bernardos. Hmm, good idea. Hmm. Have you then? The obvious lead off that is: Have you ever discovered something you didn't realise you had in a book or something? Um, I had a book that somebody gave me as a gift that had hmm. somebody had a message to somebody else written in it. <laughs> <laughs> but I've come across them. But I don't. Nothing. I have a record that someone's like written a love note to someone on. Well, that's cool. Which is brilliant. Who's Jamiroquai? What? Who's writing love notes on a Jamiroquai <laughs> record? Also, why are yeah, you buying great. Jamiroquai records? I love Jamiroquai. He's great. Yeah, he's the return of great. the Space Cowboy. It, uh, I, don't, I can't remember which album. It's, it's got Canned Heat on it. Is it the return? Oh, man. Canned Heat. Yeah, it's got Canned Heat wow. on it. Wow. Now we're talking. Mm. Now we're talking Napoleon Dynamite, the it's dance got, scene. Can't we? I don't know. I actually haven't seen Napoleon Dynamite. What? Sorry. Pardon? I saw a bit of it once. Pardon? Yeah, no, I haven't watched it. Have you not? There are quite a few gaps in my film. But, okay, I'll lend you that this week then, because this is too much that I can't deal if you haven't witnessed... If you haven't witnessed this. I mean... I can't see it. It doesn't matter. You can just... This is Canned Heat by Jamiroquai. This is Canned Heat with Jamiroquai. Oh, I know the dance. Yeah, well, everyone knows the dance. I didn't know it was to this... Um... Yeah, it's this film. No, I didn't know it was this track, though. Or yeah. is it partly this track? No, it's just this track. Oh, I didn't know that. Hmm. It's funny, the crowd in the in the in in that scene are clones. There's oh, like it's six just... people. and It's like six people and they've like nice. swapped over. That film's interesting, though. They've shot it for like um, hardly any money. It was very cheap. It was a big, and, big um, success, wasn't it? Yeah, and then obviously because it, um, because it was so successful on on a DVD slim DVD and whatever, yeah. the budget was four hundred thousand dollars. Oh, and then how much did it make? Um, how much did John John make? John, is it not on Wikipedia? I'm getting there. Production, yeah. The film's worldwide gross venue is forty-six million. Wow. So I mean, it's basically Crikey, it's, it's yeah. in film terms, it's a hundred times itself. It's bonkers. Films don't. That's do like that. um. Oh no, I can't remember the name. The the horror with the web like um filmed oh, on. Oh, Blair Witch Project. No, not Blair Witch. The other one. Um, in the house. Uh, oh my god! Why can I? Not? There's going to be people screaming at us on this, listening to this. What's it called? They've done like four of them. They're terrible. Like they're like cameras oh, in um, like. Oh. And it had a but the original budget for the first film was like two hundred grand, um, oh, and it became it huge. Oh. You know the one I mean, though. I do. Oh, dude! Uh, how good? Oh, this is terrible. This is a problem with this this concept of a podcast. That if we both get stuck on this, we're totally tip of screwed. Our, if we both get tip of our tongue, we are stuck. Oh no. 
Uh, paranormal Activity. Paranormal Activity. Well <sighs> done. Yeah, that one. Uh, yeah, apparently. That was the I'm... same thing. That had like a budget of like 200 grand and made millions and they made mm. four of them or whatever it was. I can imagine by the third or fourth, the budget was significantly higher. Yes, it probably was. And, and the film was significantly you got, worse. You didn't got any more film than that. <laughs> no, it was, the film got worse as they were given yeah. more and more money. But yeah, so I bought a Jamiroquai album for about a pound at uh, Oxfam once. Mm. Uh, many years ago. And it's a very good album. And yeah, someone wrote a love note in the, in the, on the inside sleeve. That's a that's a story that is. Mm. You want I like stories like that. You want kind of want to know what was going on inside well, somebody's head. It's like walking by somebody know, on the street. I don't know that it is lovely because that person then gave their record to charity, so they clearly probably broke up. Wouldn't I think I'd break up with somebody if they gave me a Jamiroquai <laughs> album? <laughs> oh, Jamiroquai's quite great. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. J.K. Oh, he him himself. He's mm. a knob. He's he's a bit loony. Yeah, he's an idiot, a f- like a proper grade A idiot. But um, yeah. But no, he, I guess if we're gonna get there, his music's okay. I like. I enjoy it. It's easy listening. Funky. Yeah, it definitely is funky. Funky. Yeah, when you were saying about films that had made massive returns. Yes. I watched this film. Oh, sorry. Um. Uh, this film with a this time travel film, and it was it was exceedingly complicated. And that was... Um, Recent? Not really. Uh, you wouldn't... I don't think you'd know anybody in it. But it was shot. It's called Primer. 2004. Um, um, and the storyline is very, very... It's basically notoriously difficult to follow. Yes, we but, talked um, about this one. Yeah, it yeah, was really cheap. And it's it was really cheap to make. And it's made a ton of money. <clears throat> but it has... The films that make a ton of money... <clears throat> are more like, have to be cult hits almost. People have to love them for longer than they should really love yeah. something. <clears throat> mm. Which Napoleon Dynamite falls into. And then other films that, okay, probably had bigger budgets are Step Brothers, um, Anchorman. Yeah. Yeah, they, they all, you can talk about them all in the same breath. Like. Well, that, um, the film that recently came out, Get Out, that had a quite a low budget, I think. <laughs> Um, but is huge, isn't it? Because it got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, which <coughs> is mental. Yeah, well, it had a budget of four and a half million, and it's made 76 so far, and it's only been out like a week in this well, in this country. Really? It only just came out in this country. Wow. It's been out in America a while, I think. A couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm not really up to date on modern films. Yeah, it was, um, it's the one that's got Parking Patueo in. Oh, yes. Parking Patueo. Which, it, obviously, that was the role he did in the Harry and Paul sketch. Yeah, Harry and Paul, which um, was a great sketch show. <laughs> BBC sketch on show. BBC. That was Harry back when... Harry Enfield and Paul Whitehouse. That was back when BBC actually commissioned things that were a bit risky. Yeah, that because that was quite on edge. But basically, he was a, he was a black... Um, parking attendant. Parking attendant who loved catching people out. And, and it was themed around, like, Postman Pat style. <laughs> But it was parking Patawayo and his black and white Catawayo, and he was a parking attendant. <laughs> yes, and when and Daniel like some, somebody would come and give him jip, and then while they were giving him jip, the policeman would come, <laughs> and then he would give the policeman a ticket as well. <laughs> Such, I mean, it was simple oh, comedy. They're, they're, yeah, they're funny sketches. Um, he he was in Black Mirror as well. He was. He was in the episode Five Million Merits. Yes, with the yeah, that's right. I watched um, Passengers. 
this week with um, Jennifer Lawrence and Chris oh, yeah. Pratt. Any good? With the thing about going on the spaceship yeah, to the new world. Yeah, any good? Uh, interest, not really enough story in it. Yeah, I wondered. I mean, there's only so much you can do with two people on a spaceship. Yeah, that's I, not I, a I imagine ever. there would be more, interesting. more to it than that, but... I, that's no, what I thought. Isn't. There'd be some some <laughs> big uncover. Yeah, well, there isn't. <laughs> okay, good, good. I'll so, make uh, sure I watch that one. So then. yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd watch that one. What I love is though is seeing Chris Pratt because I was late to the Parks and Recreation um, game because lots of people saw that early on. Yeah. Um, and I I had never seen it, and but I'd seen him in uh, God of the Galaxy, and then. Um, Jurassic World too, and then I watched Parks and Recreation, which I think if I think it's like his first thing, and he was he's hilarious in it. It's great. You can tell that the cast are trying to hold their shit together while he's just being funny on set. It's great. Yeah, you can. I think it, he's a natural comedian. It he's must just be the thing man. that broke him. It must. Be, I think Parks and Rec is Parks and Rec probably. Why are we listening to this? Why are we listening to the Pit? Oh, it's the Pit. The pit, the pit, the pit. It's funny because there's a. Um, Did a he youth, release an album? I think there's actually real singles released. Well, this is a produced record. Yeah, he's got a YouTube channel called Andy's Mouse Rap Band. What? Mm. <coughs> and there's um, the one about the little horse as well. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's Chris Pratt with his amazing voice. Chris Pat is is great, and that show is great as well. Oh, that show is wonderful. Oh, 5,000 Candles in the Wind. That's the song. <laughs> the Tiny Horse. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, I know that. I know the horse. Oh, God. It's funny, though. It's seriously, watch it. Like, if you don't, if you haven't seen it, then if you get a chance, watch it. It's great. Hmm. Agreed. Other TV shows? I... I f- I'm I watched not, Taboo. I'm not a big binger. That was good. I'm not a big binger like that people go... And I don't necessarily always watch things that other people have recommended who shout yeah, about that's being true. good. I, I, I've never, I've never nice really to watch seen Breaking stuff. Bad. No, I haven't seen Breaking Bad. <coughs> um, I have, I've seen it up to a few series in. Series 2, Series 3 maybe, and then I can do I haven't it. seen any of it. Um, <coughs> but I watched um, a TV show called Hell on Wheels. Which was huge in America. Mm. It was AMC's second best show before The Walking Dead or after The Walking Dead. But I, I don't think anybody knows it in this country. It was mm. actually really quite good. Yeah, I've been working my way through some of the Amazon ones. Yeah, but that was this is on Amazon. Hmm. Yeah, Amazon Prime has some good TV series. On yeah, it. and then it's I also do. got loads of rubbish on it. Yeah, it's got so much rubbish on <laughs> it. I saw an article about this the other day that was saying, "Do you know? Is there too much rubbish on Netflix and Amazon Prime?" And I'm like, "Yes, there is. Get rid of the rubbish. <coughs> I'd rather it only had ten shows, but they were all awesome. Yeah. Because you can't watch ten series at the same time. No. You can't do it. No. So it doesn't matter if there's only ten. If all ten of them are fantastic." Then it's great. All this rubbish, you have to click through like, all these films. Yeah, well, you just, just want to watch a film one night and you're watching, like, click through this and, like, oh my god, there's so much shit here. Yeah, I they're almost the their own worst stuff. enemy because. But but they want the figures, don't they? They want, oh, we have 250 they, million yeah, shows. They want the figures. That's why they do it. And also. To so get all the cheap stuff in. Yeah. Pad out. Uh, and also, I think realistically, they must pay virtually nothing yeah, for, for the, so much for of these things. Ones, definitely. If anything at all. Mm. 
Yeah, it's just filler, isn't it? And then, but then the stuff they commission themselves now is great. That stuff's awesome. I watched, a lot of it's oh, really I watched good. This, I watched this thing, this design documentary, the series of design documentaries on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretentious as hell. What is it like, grand design style or more engineering? No, or? Um, the first one was about an illustrator, and then there was one about oh, the right. guy who designed Air Jordans and oh, stuff right. like that. But yeah, but designers. Really cool, interesting. Not the kind of th- well, it is the kind of thing I'd watch normally, but I mean, it's very... well, you did watch it, so it probably is the kind of yeah, thing it is the watch. kind of thing I watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's very pretentious though, um, but and I appreciate that that's uh, it's not something that everybody would watch, and a lot of people would just rather watch Walking Dead, Walking Dead, Stranger Things, OA. You know all these. I watched OA. OA was quite good. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I get on well with it, but. I get on well with watching stuff. I, then I I feel like oh I, I'm not really a TV person, and then I'll then I watch two series of Red Oaks in a week. Yeah, and I I'm find like, yeah I find with I'm much more of a film person. But if you watch, you know, a series, it's just the same as watching two films back to back, basically. Yeah. So, but yeah, if the series is good enough, then it just feels like a film. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't have. The, I don't think I've got the concentration to do this like yeah. four-hour binge no, I, I prefer thing. films. Really, I watched The Raid the other day. That's a great film. The Raid. The Raid. It's uh, like an Indonesian martial arts film, <coughs> but it's um, written and directed by a Welshman. Oh, classic! That well-known combo. Yeah, yeah I've he, never done many Indonesian. He went to university with a. With a guy, an Indonesian guy. I've only seen the only other Indonesian. Uh, well, not even Indonesian. The only other. Island, that's a very probably the wrong term. The very island um, martial arts films I've seen are Ongback and Ongback and Warrior King, <laughs> which are two classics. Tony Jaa, what a dude, what a guy. Don't watch those for their plot. Christ, that's just all about that's all the <laughs> oh, fighting. This didn't have a plot either. I mean, in, well, in, I mean, did a bit in Warrior bit, King, somebody steals his elephant, and then they they turn his elephant into bone medicine. You know, like where they take out the bones. For the medicine. Nice. So then he throws another elephant at a bad guy. He throws an elephant. Yeah, and then he uses the shin bone of his elephant to slice all the tendons in this guy's body, like slices through them all, like top like to bottom in his body. Cut thing, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Um, that's all I remember about the whole film, really. Wow. I should watch it again. I've sold it to myself. I watched that, the raid, and then I watched. Law Abiding Citizen, which I hadn't seen before and is actually quite good. Yeah, that I wouldn't go for that. Gerard Butler. Yeah, that's not the kind of thing I'd go for. No, it was quite good. Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. It was it was like a an easy <laughs> For me, it was like an easy watching film. <laughs> it's what like the a, hell? it's like a thriller, but it's it's just quite it's quite easy watching. Because it's just a bit stupid. We've gone down a bit of a film wormhole. We do. It's easy to do with. Films. Shall I dig us out? Do you want? Do you want? You, another, well, you had. You had. I've two got another news story, so we'll we'll, yeah, let's we'll do it. dig us out. Do it. It's uh, it's not on topic, but it's not off topic. Um, this is news that a fugitive has given himself up to police, but he's changed his mind because they took too long. What? So yeah, this man was suspected of breaking his ex partner's jaw, <laughs> so he called them up and was like, "Right, I'm going to give myself up." So he. Benjamin Partridge, 35, went to his brother-in-law, brother-in-law's address in Kings Norton, Birmingham, last Tuesday to hand in himself in. the UK? Yes. 
But after waiting 45 minutes for the police to arrive, he thought, sod this. So he took two cans of cider from the fridge and just walked off. And um, police frantically searched the area but couldn't find him. And he's, he's now gone. Again. <laughs> he didn't even lock his doors. So they didn't even have to kick his door in. Yeah. So he's just... Um, and he's missing. He's AWOL. And he's now he's missing. <laughs> and, he's want, and now he's wanted on suspicion of domestic abuse again, which obviously is not funny. No, not funny at all. The 35-year-old is suspected of assaulting an ex-partner and breaking her jaw in March 2016. So, yeah. Funny that he ran away from police, though. What is... After... Giving himself up. Giving himself up. <laughs> That's... Uh, it's just embarrassing, though, isn't it? Oh, why would you do that? Why call the police in the first place if you... Oh, weird. Well, it, no, it must... If you think about it, though, this has been reported, but it must happen quite a lot. People who try and hand themselves in and then get cold feet try and do I, a runner. Yeah, I'm sure it does. I'm hmm. sure it does. But then he hasn't really... I'm, ugh, that's going to say he hasn't committed a serious crime, but he has. That's not what I mean. I mean, it's not like a, a murder charge where he's going to serve life in prison. He would go. Yeah. He, he would go away for something like that. Yeah, he would. Well, I he mean, wouldn't. I hope he would go away for something like that. Christ. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's. Yeah, he's just going to get I mean. bailed again, isn't he? Probably. He's going to get charged and then bailed. Mm. Lock him up. Throw away the key. Yeah. So, like you say, it's not. It's weird. What a weird situation. But police is. Why did his Why did his brother-in-law let him leave? Oh, well, I guess his brother-in-law can't stop him. He said he didn't. His brother-in-law doesn't really like him. Well, I'm not surprised if he's abusing his sister. I When I was driving to Ikea today, I saw, you know, like when you, you drive past somebody on the motorway who's been pulled over by the police. Yes. But it wasn't just like one police. It was a BMW X5 police car, two unmarked police cars. Oh, wow. So it's were, a proper That were parked job. top and tail super <laughs> close to him. And you could obviously tell that this was like... Like a sting. Yeah, this was the culmination of a lot of work that led to this. Yeah. This was obviously a guy who'd missed... He was skipping bail or something. Yeah, or drugs. Yeah, th- th- this was a pre-planned, yeah. like, oh, he, he, this was known to a them. police operation. That was an operation as opposed to just a stop yeah. and search because you don't get those kind of cars in a no, thing. Yeah. But it must be really satisfying for them to because that's like the culmination of their work. Yeah. Because they've obviously done the research and then get it. Policing's interesting, though, but I would just think policing, to me, is always just like the bill. <laughs> I used to love the bill. The bill was the I bill used to was really awesome. enjoy the bill. It was an hour long. The episodes were, weren't they? And but they, they weren't were great. Some but of they them. weren't. Tar- they, it was a bit like Casualty. There wasn't. There was a little bit of a storyline with like relationships, yeah. but but overall they were but, independent. But overall stories. they were independent yeah, stories. So were. you could pick up. You could just drop out of it and go. Yeah, back that's in. right. Yeah. But you was it was on every night on ITV. Oh, I I don't know how frequent, but I used to I used to watch it. I used to enjoy it. Yeah. But why did that stop? They just stopped it. Yeah, but it was bloody good. And also, that's not on Netflix or anything. No, it isn't. It might be on ITV Hub. Yeah, it ran from 84 to 2010. Jesus. I can still remember the theme music in my head. No, that's Casualty. Is it? (laughs) What's the the Bill theme? That was Casualty. That was Casualty. (laughs) The Bill... (laughs) Was this the one you had in mind? <laughs> so 80s, it's like a... There's no way that that's the current... 
Yeah. It's the that, same. Yeah, but, but they obviously a bit more... they carried on re-updating it. Ah, oh, brilliant. <sighs> yeah, the build was great. The build was really good. Yeah, I never watched um, Casualty or anything like that. I never got into that. I don't really do soaps, but I do quite like the I do quite like Casualty sometimes. Casualty's um, funny because it's just stupid a lot of the time. Yeah, cas- Casualty's really funny. Like, um, I watched, yeah, Casualty, yeah, Casualty's the one where they have to go where they have a scenario every week. So there's actually like somebody gets hurt. This woman had fallen in a pit, and <laughs> weirdly, she fell in the pit. <laughs> um, it was like waist deep mud in the pit and she cut her shin so her husband had climbed in to help her he was also and then he was stuck then they dropped their phone in it and then the 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 ambulance men had to come and help her and then turns out firefighters out no no just the ambulance men this is when it was wrong because the ambulance guy instead of help getting help and getting somebody else he took off all his clothes and just hopped in to get them out by dunking his head into the bog (laughs) yeah What? There's like it's parts of it where they, it's really medically correct to a point, and then they just it's go just like, stupid. and then it's like just totally stupid, just whatever is required. This is something. This brings you to a good point. Why do we rely on firefighters for everything? Everything. Firemen. Like if anything goes wrong, it's just like, oh no, call the fire brigade. <laughs> it's just always like you st- you fall into a pit. <laughs> Oh, no, we're not going to be able to get them out of there. No, yeah, call the fire Yeah, but what are we going to do? Have Ring 999, what service you require? I require the pit rescue. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but you'd think, like, police must carry rope in the in the, <laughs> in the back of the car. Just tie it to the to the hookup, and they can pull themselves out <laughs> with the rope. Just, like, just climb the rope. You don't need, like, firefighters to you come need, out yeah, just to do the need, same thing. You don't need to three, abseil down yeah. the pit to rescue them. You don't need three fire tenders <laughs> and a... Uh, yeah, I do know what you mean. We always call the fire brigade. Always. This was another They're one. They're like I've... relied upon more than any other emergency service. The other question I've the other question I've got is how far inland can you be and still and call ask the for coast, coast guard? guard? <laughs> <laughs> like how go? Oh, okay. It's probably like ten mile radius. Yeah. It's probably like, oh, I'm afraid you're ten miles in. Can't, <laughs> Sorry, no, we can't, ten we can't miles do away that from one. sea. Can't uh, yeah. can't call the coast we, guard. We can't come that far. Can't come that far. So it's out of our patch. You'll have to call, uh, the, have to fire call the fire brigade. <laughs> the fire brigade will help you out with that one. But if you're stuck oh, in inland great. water, if you're stuck in a silt yeah. pond... Or in a reservoir fire brigade will, The fire brigade will come. Fire brigade will come or, and no, rescue No, Dartmoor Search and Rescue will come and get you. That's true. Dartmoor does have its own emergency service. Well, they, all, the, all the national parks do. Like They have search and rescue yes, people. They do. And ca- they have a cave rescue down here as well. Do we have cave rescue? We have cave here? rescue, yeah. You oh, I didn't Probably know you haven't ever had to use that one. But, no, um, I have not. And I hope they, I never do, because that sounds terrifying. <laughs> they used more frequently than you'd think. Cave rescue sounds terrifying. I used to love caving. I don't think I'd enjoy it anymore. Hey, I loved it as a kid, but I, I don't have the... Well, I'm too big now. I was small as a kid. It wasn't such a daunting yeah, but task. You're never going to get stuck. But No, I know you don't get stuck, but it's still like... Yeah, it's too sort of... Nah, not, not, I don't think I'd enjoy that. Yeah, but your your point about calling the fire brigade for everything is an interesting one. It's true though. Yeah, it's true. Why do you need the fire <coughs> brigade to get a cat out of a tree? Ladders. Yeah, but <coughs> why can't the police have ladders? Because in this, uh, sadly, I think I know the answer to this one. In our current day's world, where everybody is looking to sue everybody at every available opportunity, well, why can't? For because that matter of a fact, why can't Robert down the road at number 23 
get his ladder out of the garage and he can get Exactly. Exactly. Why do you need to call the fire brigade? Well, I think it's all to do with people not, first of all, not wanting to fall off their own ladder. And secondly, not suing somebody when they are using the wrong thing that they aren't trained for. I suppose the fire brigade are Because the fire brigade are trained to do all this stuff. That's very true. And speaking of people falling off ladders nearly this week, you know the window cleaner? Yes, in Chudley. Well, the window cleaner comes around your house, doesn't The Chudley window cleaner. Yeah, well, we have Pete the window cleaner. And Pete comes around, but he doesn't ring the doorbell before he starts. He just does it. He just starts cleaning the window. Yeah. Well, this is all. This is okay if he's down. If he's like downstairs, but it was a while ago now when Pete was actually cleaning my window, and it was my bedroom window, and it was kind of in the morning, and my curtains were shut, and as I opened my curtains (laughs) for the morning, he's right there. I see Pete. Pete sees me. Pete nearly falls off the ladder. I nearly wet myself. It was a lose-lose situation all round, as I was not expecting to see Pete the window cleaner in the morning. Then I had to go downstairs and uh, give him £9 for this pleasure. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah. Classic. Fantastic. We don't get very has good. Has he come again? Yeah, Pete has. Pete has come again. Sure. We don't get very good. We don't get very good value for money out of Pete though, because our house is like uh, uh, almost like triple, almost like triple height on the front because of the way it yeah. goes down a dip in the hill. So some of the windows, he's like, oh, it's too high. I can't go on the roof. I can't do that one. Oh, I can't do that one. It's too high. So he only actually does two windows on the back, like the upstairs and downstairs. Oh, right. he, he he doesn't do the whole set. Doesn't do the. No, he doesn't do one. the top front ones because he's scared. <laughs> Basically, cause he, I guess he's had, he won't climb on the roof. Okay. <laughs> he won't go on the roof to do okay. it. A window cleaner who's scared of heights. Well, he's not scared of heights. But Brilliant. He's not scared of heights, but obviously he never knows if I'm going to be getting changed and I'm going to just jump out the window and That's scare true. him. probably spooked him now. <laughs> I did. Fa- I fell off a ladder once. I have, I've, told, I've already told the story on here before, though. But I did once fall off a ladder. It hurt. When was that? I didn't break anything, but I hurt. It hurt. When I was doing, I did roofing for a little while. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, and I well, I, I jumped really because I was gonna fall, so I jumped to grab the scaffolding, but missed and fell on the floor and fell on my ass. Me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. My what, my wrist got caught on the. You don't strike my me cuff as cuff got caught on the um, oh, scaffold cuff. pole. Were you wearing your Were you wearing your normal work shirts? No, no. The, <laughs> What, a work shirt for yeah, roofing? Exactly. No, I wasn't. You were at no, work. Why a, weren't you wearing a work it shirt? Was, it was a waterproof <laughs> coat. And the cuff got caught on the on a scaffold pole. You don't yeah, strike me as having the physique worse. for a roofer. Well, no, I didn't really. <laughs> <laughs> roofers are normally like... Short and stocky. But roofers are normally of average height, 5'10", but... Yeah, but stocky. Big, strong boys. Well, the, the actual big, roofing... Big, strong shoulders. The actual roofing bit of it is quite simple. Like... Once you know what you're doing, it's not doesn't require much brute it's force. It's the hauling. Because you just use electric nail gun. You just use pass loads and, mm. you know, it's, there's there no effort are. there. Getting your technical terms out, oh, showing anybody, he knows he's anybody, a roofer. No, anybody who has done any kind of building work knows what a pass load is. Mm. Anyway, sure. it's in, like an air-fired um, oh, nail I, gun. I know, but I'm just winding you up. <laughs> it's an air-fired um, nail gun. Professional nail gun they're very good at shooting nails anyway but yes you're quite right lifting things did get a challenge so we were roofing on this particular job that we were doing we were roofing a roof Roof. believe it or not 
a you roof. You were. How so dare we you climbing the up to the top of the <clears throat> the top of the house, the apex, and doing the doing the roof, retiling re it. Um, so we were having, we had all these tiles. We had like the the four or five pallets of tiles, which each had five or six concrete tiles bound together. And they they're quite heavy. They're not really heavy, but they're quite heavy. And anyway, so you had to put it onto your shoulder and then climb the ladder with one hand, which I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to do. <laughs> Three points at all times on the ladder. And yeah, all you're that. incriminating somebody here. <laughs> so um, yeah, but nobody knows who I did it with. So you're climbing up the ladder with these on your shoulder like this. You must have felt like a badass there, because oh, that sounds cool. It was. It was. I, mean, I felt like a professional. You're climbing a ladder fully laden. Yeah, and it wasn't that bad, but we. It was too slow. Like even if I was working, you, you couldn't physically do it any quicker. So we had to get a like a carousel thing. Yeah. Which are awesome. They like hook onto the scaffold and just carousel them up. Mm. Quite good. But yeah, it was uh, good fun. Roofing. Roofing. Yeah. How did we get onto bloody roofing? I don't know. I've never really done anything like that. Roofing, it, roofing was actually really good. It was the hardest I've ever worked, but it was worth physically. it. Physically. Yeah, physically. But coming home, it was great because you, once you'd had a shower and your hands had stopped stinging from blisters, <laughs> it, you actually sort of thought, I've done a proper day's work. Do you know what I mean? You felt good about it. Yeah, you did a proper day's work. Yeah. And I got to use angle grinders and little saws and things. I know what you mean about fun. that. Obviously, when I used to work at the high ropes place and all you would do... You would have a day when perhaps all you'd have done is just lift kids on and off of zip lines. Yeah. So essentially what you would do is you'd pretty much lift a child above your head with one arm and hook their thing on with the other. Yeah. So you you did get strong doing that. You, yeah. you realised oh, like, you thought. got really strong. I only did I, I only did roofing a little bit just between school and, and mm. getting a job. But <clears throat> I thought if I did this for any length of time, My you, you would just be built. Well, you'd just get really strong. You'd get butt. You would. You'd be huge. Like I don't know if you'd build muscle mass. You'd just be, I think you'd be one of those people who would beat anyone in the arm have, wrestling yeah, in the you'd pub. Have, um, you'd get really resilience, you'd you? just get strong. Yeah. Yeah, you'd get you would not need a gym membership being any in any of the trades, I think, to be honest. I yeah. think they all work really hard. They do. But this is when like we have friends who are like carpenters. Yeah. And yeah, chippies and whatever and all that stuff now. And they are the same thing. They are, yeah, they are indeed. But they're what they're twenty three years old, and they are broken. Yeah. Because of how hard they work. Yeah. And they work on the site with like, and they'll be like, "Oh, it's old John. He's sixty two, and honestly, he sounds like he's gonna die. It's like, <laughs> he's been he's been doing it for all these years. He's inhaled he's inhaled so it, much like, stuff and so much sawdust. So much sawdust. <laughs> yeah. As he breathes out, you can see a cloud of dust <laughs> actually comes out of his lungs, and he can't he can't bend his knees anymore. Like. And they, they, they can't, you can't do that kind of stuff forever. You can't. No, you, you absolutely you can't. Yeah. It just couldn't be done. There's so many jobs like that, though, isn't there? Well, any manual work. This is the thing, like not getting political, but as the retirement age goes up, how are tradesmen gonna? Well, they'd have to well, get a different job at least. Yeah, but and same like. with fire, it's firemen. Yeah, as well, but you isn't can't it? be a fireman at seventy-five, can you? No, you can't because it's not safe. Not safe for anyone. Yeah, it's not safe. But also, there's other things, other jobs that are, um, like. Like nursing and being a doctor yeah. and stuff, who Sounds was like hours you, if they work really long weird shifts yeah. and stuff. Well, you can't, you couldn't do that forever. No, you couldn't. Yeah, absolutely, you couldn't do it forever. No. Because it'd be dangerous because you can't concentrate. It's fine if you were. Yeah. There's lots of like sitting down jobs. There's plenty of jobs you can do when you're older, <clears throat> definitely. But um, but there's some that you couldn't do the whole way through. Physical. But then it does sort of annoy me when it does annoy me when people are like 
oh, but I can't do that anymore. Well, you don't have to. It's no God-given right that you have to keep doing the same thing you were doing. Yeah, you could always change. You could, there's nothing against making somebody... Yeah, or, go work in Tesco's. It's not totally unreasonable that as you grow older, you might have to change your skills, change what you're doing yeah. a little bit. I don't think that's work unreasonable. Work at like a bakery or something. That could be quite good. That's a, that's a nice retirement job. Yeah, but when you're old, you're probably used to that anyway, aren't you? Because you'll get up for a week. Oh, but... <laughs> Old people always seem to get up really early. I don't know if that's for just... a wee. That's why. Well, there you go. They wake up for so a wee. They can't four, go back to sleep. If they're up at four in the morning going for a wee. They may as well go down to the local bakery and get the well, bread and on and help carry the flour out get the, the van. Bread on. Nah, and the youngins can do that. They do. The youngins do that the night before, and then you bake the bread in the morning. It's a funny job because I could do that. How job. many people sit stand there and are like aspire to be a, a baker? baker? Aspire to be a well, butcher. none anymore because that's why there's no bakeries yeah. left. But it's but like you say, it is an interesting job. But butcher, nobody I could would do. Ever, but nobody would That'd ever tell you to go and do it. You know, like when you have the careers advisor in school. Yeah, you and he stands there. Like, have you ever thought about being a butcher? <laughs> like, a butcher would be a great role. They should be. They should just have like a book of a book of jobs from an old school high street, and he, from each person who comes in, he'd be like, and you know what? Bit left field. Nothing you're really interested in, but. I don't know. Have you ever thought about opening? A, have you ever thought about opening a fruit and veg shop? I think it's because those jobs don't exist anymore as much. Like you look at Chudley. We used to have, in fact, we used to have two butchers. Yes. But then we had one, and now that's gone. The greengrocer is barely hanging on. Let's face it. No, I don't no, know how the, the that greengrocer is. Right. How is that greengrocer still there? No, no, it's busy. I think it's I, okay. in my lifetime, I've brought one oh, courgette bought... and a cress plant. Oh, I use that's it. Probably about it. I use it for some stuff. Okay, well that's good. That's yeah. why they're still around then. Mm. The deli, we used there used to be a full deli in there. And now it's Harvey's, yeah. which is great. Mm. But it used to be that a deli. Was John's deli. The deli was great. I mean, Cheese. But, yeah, and but meat. that's the old school. We're talking. That was like proper old. We deli. were like six. That was yeah. we could probably go great. there on the way home from preschool. <clears throat> and the bakery, of course, which is now a laundrette. Yes, the, the bakery's bakery gone. Is gone. And that was a proper bakery. See, they all, did, like, there was a proper bakery. Cheese straws. Yeah, proper bakery. But then Lanky the baker wanted to retire. <laughs> That's the reason it shut, is it? It was. Is that the reason? Because, yeah, because he was retiring. Yeah, and Lanky and his wife, want the baker. But this is the thing. Nobody wanted to be a baker, so they had to shut it down. Yeah. I... Sad. I was think I I wouldn't, I don't think I'd want to be a baker, but a butcher would be, would be good. I'd enjoy that. Cutting heavy carcasses. Yeah, but it's, it'd be about... Or you yourself would always get really good meat, wouldn't you? That's that's. I mean, that's enough of a draw, surely. Oh, think about it. you could basically have steak for dinner every night. You could if you wanted to. You have steak, lamb, really good sausages, burgers, oh. chicken, and butcher sausages are a different breed, aren't they? Yeah, and you just do it all, you make like it all yourself, and it'd be great. Butcher's bacon, venison, and you get to meet loads of really good suppliers, and you just get. Like your Christmas at See, your you're place. you're selling it. Christmas at your place. You've sold it to me now that it's a really good idea. And well, why don't you go and become a butcher? I don't know. Maybe do you, you know, should. Do you know what is funny? You know when somebody says like, oh, why don't you just go and do something? And you stand there and you're like, well, well actually, maybe there is will. nothing ever stopping you. No, not really. With those kind of things. Well, unless or you have financial commitments. Yeah. Or the other, the other one that I, I, I was watching like, um, Homes Under the Hammer the other day. Oh, yeah. I, I like yeah, watching that yeah. show. And um, this guy was just doing up a house. And he had the only the only qualification, the only thing that he had that meant that he could do this 
was that he had the money to buy that house. Yeah. You he had need, no qualifications to do anything. You don't need any qualifications. You just need to be able to go to home base. Like I, I don't know. I think gas, electric. Yeah, but those kind of things. You have to face you yourself. You need for Yeah, that. but for those things. But the general doing of but, it. And even even like um, carpentry and, and putting in a kitchen, it's bloody hard going. Yeah, it's but really you, hard. You, I mean, you, you as an amateur, I imagine you could spend a day hanging a door. Easily. But once you've done it once. Yeah. But this is what I mean. If you your first, I imagine your first house you'd do would be a slow, and sloppy ki- like putting in a kitchen. Putting in the kitchen is a is a big job. Like for someone who doesn't know what they do, I bet a chippy would come in and, and do, do it, it in, in yeah, like, do it in three days. Yeah, and it would take, if that, and do it in yeah, a day. Do it in a day. If they got all, if and they've got it, if it's all just yeah. needs to be built. But otherwise, it would take it would take a normal human a while. Yeah, like four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe your first project wouldn't be. A hugely profitable venture. But after that. But after that, it would yeah. be... And you get to know tradesmen and you stuff. You get to know... Uh, yeah. And you know what? It's one of those things where you don't have to go and do... It. Maybe is that a, this a damn good idea if you just had the... Well, maybe you should go and do that. Yeah, but I'm lacking the... Um, what I'm financial. lacking is the financial... So oomph. you need to go and train to be a butcher, make it big in butchery... Sell your butchery for millions and become a property developer. We don't need millions to get started. You just need, well, okay, you need to buy a house. For, 160 grand and then go and buy yourself your first house do it up and slowly build up yeah slowly build up there you go that's how that's we our, go. that's our tip for this week that concludes the personal messages we continue with music right so right we started at that nuclear submarine plant thing. Oh, yeah. The nuclear and then we talked about films for ages, and I dug yes, us out the wormhole. films and TV. Films and TV. And then... Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai. We got wormholed, so I decided to back us out and then go to talk about... The guy who ran away from the police. Yeah, and then who gave himself up and then hand himself back in again. Which hasn't. Hasn't yet handed himself back So, again. yeah. And then we talked about... Oh, jobs, the fire brigade coming for everything. Fire brigade being our go-to, because we talk about the bill. And then casualty. That was it. And the fire brigade coming for everything. And then me being a roofer. Yes. For a very <laughs> short period of time. Your very short career as a roofer. <laughs> um, and then tradesmen and then becoming butchers. Yeah. Which is now what we're going to do. I'm gonna buy a, Bennett. I'm going to buy a book on it. Bennett Macintosh. That's not a bad name for a butcher. It does that. That's got a good twang. Because you, because you could do haggis and things, and because you got the Macintosh in yeah, there. Yeah, people. You well, could even sell Bennett. Anything. Bennett is quite a Scottish yeah. name. Oh God, people would lap that up, wouldn't they? <laughs> they'd lap it up. Yeah, a bit of tartan in the window. <laughs> Bloody hell, they'd be all over it. <laughs> right, uh, Devon Scottish butcher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was an episode of Star for Ten. Thank you for very much. Thanks for, for listening. listening. He's Angus. He's George. And yeah, that was. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Tweet us. us about what we've done wrong. Suggest, um, yeah, if we've said anything wrong, please tell us. We like being corrected. And um, give us beer suggestions. That's such a great idea. Yeah, beer suggestions, because then we just we get hold of it and then. We'll get hold of it and we'll review we it in it. a weird way. <laughs> yeah. By saying it's good or not. <laughs> By saying, yeah, it's alright. <laughs> yeah, it's good beer, that. It's good beer. <laughs> I, uh, we, have, uh, we haven't really had anything that we haven't liked yet. No, although we've had Chris we didn't like. Oh, we have, yeah. Okay. Brie and Cranberry or whatever oh, they were. Jesus. The cheesy feet crisps. <laughs> Bloody awful. <laughs> anyway. So, yes. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Have a good week. Yeah, have a good week. Up to anything nice? No. I'm, I got busy. I'm just back to the grind. I got busy stuff to be getting on with. Mm. 
No more yeah, of this lounging around on white sandy beaches for me and walking oh, the dog. Oh, man. That's all over. Well, you got to start learning how to be a butcher. I, I do. Rightio. Until Bye. next time. Cheers. Bye. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online. So any small business could be a driving force to create change or build an empire. We know old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. So we're calling for a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's up to us to make it happen. Start different at GoDaddy.com. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online. So any small business could be a driving force to create change or build an empire. We know old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. So we're calling for a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's up to us to make it happen. Start different at GoDaddy.com.